ungrateful hearts are afflicted with a disease called more. No matter how much they have, it's never enough. Unbridled desire runs rampant through their lives, and joy and contentment get trampled in the stampede. Prosperity lays an invisible trap called ingratitude. The more prosperous I am, the less gratitude I feel. Prosperity no longer lights the fire of thanksgiving in my heart. Prosperity makes me a slave to the things in my life. I look at all the things I own without realizing that they own me. I know that something is wrong. I used to be thankful for the good things in my life, but now they drive me crazy. No matter how much I have, I can't get enough. I need more and more and more. The slavery to more drove gratitude from my heart. What I really need is food, shelter, and love. I need to take the test of thankfulness, and here is the test. I will make a list of 20 things for which I am grateful. If I can't come up with at least 20 items on my list, then ingratitude is in control, and I need to make major changes in the business of life until the fire of thanksgiving burns brightly in my heart. I won't allow what I have or don't have to ruin my life. I will live as if I am a thankful person. Of all the challenges I face each day, living in the moment is probably the most difficult. I know that I should be savoring each evanescent nanosecond that races through my life, but the truth is, too much of the time I'm someplace other than here. No matter where my body is, my mind is someplace else. Westerners are good at not living in the moment. In fact, they are specialists at living somewhere other than here. Cellular telephones and iPods fit nicely into somewhere other than here societies. In these societies, you can't tell where people are. Their body may be in Boston, but their mind can be anywhere. Walk down any street and you'll see dozens of people plugged into other worlds. Whether they are talking on their cell phone or listening to music doesn't matter. What counts is they aren't with you in your world. Folks talking on cell phones while driving cars routinely ram other vehicles because their mind is in a different place than their car. They are somewhere other than here. Try having a conversation with people who are listening to music through headphones. You can't tell whether the person is paying attention to you as their head bobs right and left and up and down. I don't mind people listening to music, but for heaven's sakes, shed those headphones while you're talking to me. I want to know that I'm actually having a conversation with someone who is in my world. The picture at the top of this page was taken from the summit of a volcano on Graciosa Island in the Canaries. As I look down, I have a choice. I can bop along the volcano's crest with music blaring in my headphones, or I can shed the headgear and listen to the crashing surf below. I can hear and feel the howling high-altitude winds buffeting me at the top, or I can plug in my headphones and miss it all. While there's nothing wrong with enjoying my favorite tunes on the summit of Old Smoky, why not spend a few minutes focusing on the things found only at the volcano's peak? Surely there must be something unique about the summit that you can savor. Sailing offshore in a yacht makes it easier to live in the moment. 
You are so in tune with the wind and waves that even a slight change in sea state immediately grabs your attention. It will wake you up out of a deep sleep. That's how single-handed sailors keep their boat moving around the clock. They obviously have to sleep sometime, and because they are living totally in the moment, they automatically wake up if anything is amiss. If they're not in the moment as they sail across the Pacific, they will not make it to the other side. Living in the moment keeps them from falling overboard. Real mariners don't wear headphones when they go forward to make sail changes because they want to live to see another day. Mindful sailors are survivors. When I'm at sea, living in the moment means that I'm paying attention to what I'm doing and what my boat is doing. I live each day in a mindful manner. I enjoy the sun when it peeks over the horizon and lights up my world. The morning sky tells me what the weather will be like that day. Each wave passing under my hull has a message. Large rolling swells that shouldn't be there tell me that there's a distant storm churning away and throwing off swells in my direction. The familiar sound of creaking timber tells me that all is well on board, and new sounds that I've never heard before tell me to investigate their source because something is different on board exit only, and I need to know that it's not a problem. Mindful living is part and parcel of the offshore sailor's life. It gives him the upper hand in his sometimes uneasy truce with the wily sea. I suspect that the farther you are from Metropolis, the easier it is to live in a mindful manner. Out on the sea, you live in a private world, and it's quiet in the sense that there are no man-made sounds blaring in your ears. In Metropolis, every restaurant and department store pumps sound into your head because they want you to buy what they are selling. When there's music bouncing around inside your head, it pushes buttons that suspend your good judgment, and you impulsively buy things you don't really need. They don't want you to have a silent shopping experience or dining experience because they want to control you by putting exciting sounds in your ears. This isn't some type of sinister plot that's trying to take over your life. All they want is your money, and it's basically harmless, except that it contributes to mindless living. Unconscious living is typical in somewhere other than here societies. Living in Metropolis is an uphill struggle if you want to live in a mindful manner. There's too much noise, too many bright lights, too much hustle and bustle, too much time spent listening to iPods and talking on cell phones. All these forces conspire to prevent you from living in the moment. The big problem with living somewhere other than here is that you miss out on your life. You have a tangential existence that experiences real life for only milliseconds before you head off again to some place other than here. That may be okay for you, but it doesn't work for me. As for me and my boat, we are going to live in the moment. Occasionally I'll listen to some iTunes, and I'll answer the cell phone when it rings, but I've got my feet firmly planted in the real world, and that's exactly where I'm going to stay. This moment is all I really have, and I'm going to immerse myself in it. When I live in the moment, life is very good.